Sam grazed her cheek as she caught him staring at her. His eyes peered towards her with a look of somber, the woman he called Mary. The sway of the donkey's walk renewed the ache in her back, pulling her gaze to the road ahead. The road to Bethlehem, the city of their ancestors. Neither one of them fully aware of the events that lie ahead, the events that would change the world. Joseph guided them into town, the weary traveler seeking a pocket of peace, where they could patiently wait for the morning to rise. From inn to inn, the town was full. A humble friend offered a humble stay, a stable for rest. That night, a new star shone brighter than all the rest. That night, an angel showed shepherds the way. That night, a baby boy was born and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. In her arms she held her Savior, Lord, and King, but all that would come. For now, she held him close and sang her quiet lullaby. Hello friends, and welcome to the Living Christ Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you come closer to Jesus Christ. We are your hosts, Sister Smith and Sister Amu, representatives of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, currently serving in Tacoma, Washington. What you just heard was a narrative. And stay tuned, because you might hear a few more in this episode. It was a narrative of the Christmas story, or the story of Christ's birth, often called the Nativity. This story is told by Christians throughout the world every single December. And if you're a little like me, the time I'm most familiar with this is um, gathering around with the family to read Luke 2 together, and often with little kids dressed up in cute little costumes, (laughs) sometimes fighting over who is going to be the wise man. But this is the story celebrating Jesus Christ and his birth. And that's our topic for today, Jesus Christ. We hope that as you listen through this episode, that you can gain a basic understanding of who he is, what he did, and the role that he can play in your life. So let's start with that first question. Who is Jesus Christ? It's a very good question. And though he was born in the humblest of circumstances, He was and is the Son of God. He received his divine heritage from Heavenly Father, but was also mortal, which he inherited from his mother, Mary. Jesus was the only person to be born of a mortal mother and an immortal father. That is why Jesus is called the only begotten Son of God. And there is so much that we could talk about Jesus Christ. We could probably sit here for about five years and maybe scratch the surface. (laughs) But we wanted to give you an overview of his earthly ministry today. To briefly discuss the miracles he performed, his gospel that he taught, his teachings, and most importantly, his sacrifice, or what we call the atonement. At the age of 30, Jesus Christ began his earthly ministry. He announced himself as the Son of God, calling twelve apostles, or disciples, from his group of followers. He taught his gospel, and he established his church. 
As a part of that ministry, and certainly a big part of the church, was miracles. Jesus Christ performed many miracles, such as healing the sick, walking on water, raising the dead, he calmed the sea, and he turned water into wine, just to name a few. In fact, Christianity is founded on the greatest of all miracles, when Christ rose from the grave, otherwise known as the resurrection of Jesus Christ. These miracles fulfilled ancient prophecies and demonstrated his divinity. Along with miracles, Jesus Christ taught his gospel. And a part of his gospel were two great commandments, and that was to love God and to love thy neighbor as thyself. And so throughout the Bible and throughout Jesus Christ's earthly ministry, you can see this example of him expressing love to those around him through the stories that he told, like the Good Samaritan or the Lost Sheep or the Prodigal Son, or through the way that Jesus Christ interacted with those that he taught by blessing them and healing them and showing them love and empathy and forgiveness. And along with that, he showed us by example how we can come closer to him and how he can become more like him. And that is his gospel. And they are comprised of simple steps that we will share here. And in a later episode, we'll discuss more and give more depth to them. But those simple steps are to first have faith in him, in Jesus Christ. Repent. To be baptized. To receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then to continue to live that way throughout the rest of our lives. While Christ's ministry the church he set up, the miracles he performed, and of course the gospel that Sister Amu just shared um, were so significant. The most important thing that Jesus Christ did while on the earth was perform what we call the atonement. Now that's a pretty big word, so let's break that down a little bit. The atonement is used in reference to Jesus Christ's suffering in the Garden of Gethsemane, his crucifixion on the cross, and his ultimate resurrection. These three events make up what we call the Atonement of Jesus Christ. And what's so beautiful and personal about this Atonement is that he did this for you. There's a song called Gethsemane, um, written by Reese Oliveira, that we'd love to read. And as we do, I invite you to ponder on why Christ would do this for you. Jesus climbed the hill to the garden still. His steps were heavy and slow. Love and a prayer took him there to the place only he could go. He felt all that was sad, wicked, or bad, all the pain we would ever know. While his friends were asleep, he fought to keep his promise made long ago. The hardest thing that ever was done, the greatest pain that ever was known, the biggest battle that ever was won, this was done by Jesus. The fight was won by Jesus. Gethsemane, Jesus loves me. So he gave his gift to me in Gethsemane. Thank you, Sister Emma, for reading that. I, I love that song. And I love that song because it reminds me of my Savior. And it reminds me of a time when I was really struggling. It was a really hard time for me in my life, and I had a struggle in front of me that I had never had before. What I did know is that Christ knew how to deal with this struggle, so I knew that he could help me through 
that he could guide me through, that he could counsel me through this hard time. And I think I listened to that song every single day for a few months as I was going through this struggle. And I loved it because it reminded me that I was not alone and that he did this for me and that I have infinite worth because of who I am. Another verse that brought me a lot of comfort and taught me a lot about the atonement of Jesus Christ was in Alma chapter 7. This is located in the Book of Mormon. And this is, of course, talking about Jesus Christ. And again, focus on how you feel as I read these. And he shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this, that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. And he will take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death, which bind his people. And he will take upon him their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy, according to the flesh. That he may know, according to the flesh, how to succor his people, according to their infirmities. Now the Spirit knoweth all things. Nevertheless, the Son of God suffereth according to the flesh, that he may take upon him the sins of his people, that he may blot out their transgressions according to the power of his deliverance. Sister Rami, what sticks out to you in this verse when we read it? I love these verses. I love the the words and the phrases that are used in these verses, and I especially love the word sucker. And I love what that means because I didn't know what it meant before until my parents explained it to me. But sucker is another word for help. And so when I read these words and as I ponder about what Jesus Christ has done for us and taking upon those pains and those afflictions and those trials and those sufferings, he did that all so that he knew exactly how to help me and exactly how to help us. And that brings me so much comfort and so much peace knowing that even those smallest times, those smallest trials that I have in my life, that Jesus Christ's atonement helps me through those. We invited one of our friends, Kenny Maxwell, to share a personal experience he's had with Christ's atonement and overcoming loss. Years ago, I suffered a great loss, the loss of my younger brother, and at the time, I was not very religious. At the time, I only knew Jesus Christ by name, thanks to a few religious friends. But it's thanks to those friends that I was able to keep my head above water in my time of loss. As the years went by, out of my own curiosity, I started to learn more about religions from around the world. And I started to learn more about Jesus Christ. And looking back now, I can see that Jesus Christ was a lighthouse, helping me in my dark storm, much like they do for ships out at sea. He helped me through, he helped me through my friends <clears throat> that have already come to know him, and his love for us all. And it's thanks to that knowledge of his love for us that I know things will be okay. And one day, when it seems when it's time for me to pass through the veil, that I'll get to see my brother again. Until then, all I can do is live my life and be there to help others. Thank you so much, Kenny, for sharing that. Um, 
I know that experience is very relatable as we will all have times of, of hardship and of loss. Um, that's something that affects everyone. And I love that analogy he gave of the lighthouse. And it's true. Christ really can be our lighthouse and the one we look to for hope during those hard times. And we know that after um, his suffering in the garden, he he was taken and he was put on the cross and he died and his followers then, then buried him in a tomb. And three days later, he rose again, the first to be resurrected. And because he was resurrected or meaning that his, his body and his soul came back together in a perfect form, we know that that is a gift that everyone will receive. And thus it brings so much hope to the world. Everything was different that spring morning. After witnessing the events of her Lord's suffering and death only days before, her emotions were raw and hard to hide. Confusion, distress, fear, and heartache plagued her. Before the sun rose, she arrived at his tomb. The stone removed, the sepulcher empty, her Lord's body was gone. It was too much. She sat numb as they ran for the others. She tentatively walked into the t empty tomb. A voice calls out, Woman, why weepest thou? She replies, Because they have taken my Lord. Turning towards a stranger, realization floods her with one word, Mary. For he is risen, and these are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. To Mary's testimony we add our own. Jesus of Nazareth rose that spring morning and left his tomb empty. Jesus Christ lives, and because he does, we can have hope. Hope in miracles for ourselves and for the world around us. Thank you so much for joining us today. And as you know we would, we're going to leave you with a little bit of homework. We invite you to learn more of Jesus Christ. Come to know him. Study the scriptures, the Old and the New Testament, as well as the Book of Mormon. Watch videos about him. Learn what he taught and follow it. It will bless your life. We can promise that. And if that seems overwhelming, we can help. We would love to help you get started. Contact us and we can find missionaries near you. Stay tuned for our final episode of this series, where we will talk more about the Holy Ghost, the third member of the Godhead. And if you need a little refresher on what the Godhead is, check out our first episode, where we give a brief rundown on who makes up the Godhead and who God is. And for more resources to learn about Jesus Christ, visit our Facebook and Instagram pages at Let Us Be Faithful and The Living Christ. This has been The Living Christ Podcast with your hosts, Sister Smith and Sister Amu. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye!